Um, and we're live. Welcome to the WAN Show, ladies Whoa. and gentlemen. We've got no a f- fantastic show lined up for you today. Uh, this is going to be the, uh, this is kind of the Hobbit um, approach to WAN Show. Because yeah. we kind of had, uh, we had WAN Show and then now I guess we're having second WAN Show. Yeah. Well, you are. Uh, I'm having second yeah. WAN Show. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't actually really talk about a ton of tech news or what's going on in the, in the tech community on the last show. Then again, half the time we don't talk about that on regular WAN Show either. Okay, the point is, Gamers Nexus bought what I guess is there is called a scam pre-built from iBuyPower with a 10-year-old GPU in it. So we're going to be talking a little bit about that. Um, Microsoft and Qualcomm seem to be determined to make each other's platforms less appealing. So we're going to kind of jump into that a little bit later. What else we got here today? It's official. The PC is the ultimate hardware of all time. For gaming. For for gaming. Sure. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, Also, Tesla is going to use footage that it records of you. That records of what? It records of you. There's a new update to Tesla's full self-driving driver's assistance program, and it's an agreement uh, to accept that Tesla can use footage from both outside and inside the the vehicle. vehicle. Brilliant. Who could have seen this coming? Let's go ahead and roll that intro. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, obviously, we're going to have to jump right into our first topic of the day. PC Gamer has reported on this. Surprise, surprise. Games Radar has support reported on this. Oh. Um, the winner of the 2021 Golden Joystick Award for the best... <clears throat> hold on, where is it? Best gaming hardware, okay, is... The PC. So there was some. Uh, there were some. What? There were some. Uh, some nominees. Okay, PlayStation Five, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, Nvidia GeForce RTX 3080, um, Nintendo Switch OLED, WD Black SN850, NVMe SSD. So this was the best gaming hardware 2021 shortlist. Okay. And then there was Ultimate Hardware of All Time to celebrate 50 years of gaming and Ultimate Game. Of all time. So the ultimate hardware of all time is the PC, um, which <laughs> as, as much as I'm, you know, as obviously a, a, a lover of the PC gaming platform, as much as I, you know, I get it. The best individual plant of all time is trees. Yeah, uh, it feels a, <laughs> it feels just kind of like a puff award. Yeah, I yeah. I. Okay, you know what? Hot take. That's really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they they should have. I kind of hate it. They would have actually to say, like, platform or something. Yeah, it would have had to be platform because to say the ultimate hardware of all time, you really do have to pick a piece of hardware because that means if you're gonna say the PC is the ultimate hardware of all time, then the PC has to go up against console yeah right and you could make the argument that in the early days 
um, home consoles in a way were more revolutionary for gaming acceptance by the mainstream than PC gaming was. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the Nintendo entertainment system was such a was such a move towards the mainstream the way the game boy like portable gaming ladies and gentlemen well, the nintendo way the, kind of brought it brought it back because it was it was declining there for a while right? yeah but and like nintendo Atari even had too, oh is it far away nintendo even had like the game and watch and stuff okay. like that before before the game boy my game and watch was pre game boy right like yeah. this is all before kind of my time, I, I, my family, I didn't have a Game Boy. Like that was not. A th- yeah, Game and Watch is is before that though. Yeah, yeah that was uh, that was a uh, 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 an optional purchase that was not not going to happen yeah. in my family. Yeah, but um, like to to put PC up against console is kind of already kind of silly. But to consider, and, and how do you define ultimate too? I, I don't know. Because, like, yeah, you can do more with a computer. There's there's kind of a reason why there's more computer-based Twitch stream gamers sure. than there are console ones. Yeah, but like, as a creative that, platform as well. Does that make it more ultimate? I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. That's a really tough. Um, that's a really tough sort of question to answer. Like, you know, I might. I might say, okay, you know, what about the uh, what about the first GPU with um, with like hardware TNL or something like that? Uh, oh, you know, what about this? Is actually really funny. Sorry, I'm going to throw this in there. Uh, Gabe Newell accepted the award on behalf of Personal Computers, uh, and there's a note here that I don't know who wrote this, but absolutely, <laughs> uh, I, I agree with them strongly. They say, and who better to accept the hardware award than a man who's famous for <laughs> developing software? I like. <laughs> This is the whole problem. <laughs> Gabe Newell's fantastic. He's done amazing things for gaming. He's done amazing things for the gaming community, the PC gaming community. Absolutely. Steam Deck looks super cool. Yeah, but let's not pretend it's purely altruistic. Oh, not at all. Okay, cool. Just uh, making sure we're on the same page. And 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 it's not it's not But he has nothing to do with gaming hardware. No. Like I would have been I would have been far well, more in modern days a little bit more, but like Yeah, I would have been I would have been I would have thought it far more uh, fitting if someone like Jensen was up there accepting it, um, sure. you know, n- not that he likes talking about that. That wouldn't be my favorite that one much ever, anymore. But okay, but it would have been more on the nose the, for sure. The point is that been, yeah. you want to talk about gaming hardware. hardware. Yes, yeah. Like he's been involved for sure since the yeah. founding of Nvidia, who is the only OG, you know, graphics accelerator company left, still around. Yeah. So like let's you know ATI purchased and and he's been there since day 0 okay, of yeah, Nvidia. So if you're going to talk about I just don't like it cuz it's very current branded if that makes sense. I I mean I don't like it for a variety of reasons, <laughs> but if you want to talk about someone who would be appropriate to Much accept an award <laughs> on behalf of the PC gaming platform I think I, I can't well, no, think of a better fit. Gaming hardware specifically. Gaming right? hardware. So the right. whole problem is that it's not called platform. <laughs> right, right. Because he's also pushing software pretty hard now with yeah, yeah. Uh, GeForce Now and stuff like that. Okay. Well, Actually, is GeForce still- Now is a very hardware heavy thing. You just sell it as a software. Anyways. It's it's literally we're not going to sell you the hardware it's, anymore. It's avoid, yeah, it's avoiding gaming. It's hardware as a software service. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, Luke. I don't know, man. On uh, the other hand, we have the ultimate game of all time. 
Yeah. So, how do you choose an <laughs> ultimate game? That's tough. That's tough. I, there's, there's, par, a big part of me would jump to like category founders. Sure. Okay. So, so you would go and you would say, okay, Legend of Zelda for NES as like sort of the first, you could think of it as kind of like the first open world, you know, game. I don't know if there's anything open world before like, that. Uh, oh, what is it called? Like Dragon Quest or something? Uh, Dragon Age jumped into my mind, but that's not That it. sure as heck that's isn't it. it. Um, Dragon Quest, yeah. I think it's called Dragon Quest. Theron? Theroni? I'm just guessing at this. Uh, you guys will know what I'm talking about in a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, the first Dragon Quest was 1986. Okay. The most recent Dragon Quest is is to be released soon. People They've been making them forever. Dragon's Lair, uh, OG Doom, Tetris. O- OG Doom. Honestly, the first thing that jumped to my mind was OG yeah. Doom. But then I was a little bit like, mm, I don't know, because I like FPSs. Yeah. And like I have to try to take my own personal preferences out of it, so I'm not entirely sure. But something like OG Doom, where it's like, it, it kind of creates a category. Yeah. Everything for a long time is based on it. It is still referenced, all those types of things. I could see something that was like super culturally relevant, like a, like a Pac-Man or something sure. like that. Pac-Man, yeah, because that was that was massive for gaming because that was like the whole arcade scene thing. Like yep. blah, 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 blah. Pong has some... For like, obvious reasons. Pretty major First importance. like home game. Uh, like Tetris has some insane records behind it. I sure as heck wouldn't have picked Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> now, to be clear, it has some pretty intense accuracy. I'm not hating. Yeah. Okay. I'm not hating, and and I'm speaking out of ignorance. I have not played Dark Souls, mm. and maybe that should be my next game. Maybe I should play Dark Souls. But I think that it's fair to say that Dark Souls didn't invent games being hard. Anything. Yeah. And especially didn't invent games being hard. Dark Souls is a throwback to games being hard. It's not inventing the idea of games being hard. It's far from the first roguelike. It's far from the first difficult game. And if anything, previous eras of gaming are far better known for being infuriatingly difficult. Like, there are arcade games. If, if, you're a, if you're a modern gamer and you didn't play back then... Because I know, I know what you're saying. I know there's literally uh-huh. games that are effectively impossible to be. I know, I know. Yeah. Um, but if you're in, if you're, because you were saying well known for that. Well, uh, so if you're a modern gamer, if there's a difficult game, it is always compared to Dark Souls. This is the Dark Souls of FPS games. This is the Dark Souls of something. Yeah. Like it, sure. it is in modern relevance. It is extremely strong in modern relevance. Anytime anything is difficult, I understand that. But just because something is culturally relevant today does not mean of all time ultimate of all time ultimate of all time because you know i could make the argument again i have not played dark souls so fair enough but i i would personally make the argument that in terms of create like that creating an immersive world is a far better art art example of what can be the art of game creation so something like a breath of the wild or a skyrim or something like that would be easily has a lot of claims arguably more important than this game that is known for being very difficult do you think it's i'm sort of stealing this from you i'm sorry do you think it's possible 
that they could have had an answer that wouldn't have pissed off the majority of people. No. Yeah. So if you were going to just <laughs> if you were you're just going to use a random number generator anyway, then just don't have the award. Yeah. And I honestly if if I had to guess, I would say it's because they just wanted to do something different. They I just mean, wanted it got us, to say it got us talking about it. Yeah, they wanted to say something. We wouldn't have talked about it if they'd picked Tetris or no. if they had picked Doom. It's boring. Or yeah. Unreal Tournament or like like or something like if they had picked because like you could make a solid argument for something like unreal tournament unreal tournament was a game changer for multiplayer multiplayer online multiplayer so you want to so you want to talk about sort of moments in gaming right like pong is so important because it brought gaming into the house right unreal tournament brought gaming over the internet multiplayer yeah. To the world, like real tournament was was the first time that I, I think in a in an average gamer's repertoire, the hardware on the ISP level that was being provided to you was like common terminology used amongst friends. That's that's probably the only yeah. time that has ever been a thing. Like people were talking about what their ISP was was technologically capable of delivering to their house, not what they were currently receiving. Yes. Like th- this was, this was very intense. ISDN baby. People were, yeah. People were paying to have lines brought to their house, which is not I, a huge thing. A right child. Now. Okay. At the time I paid, I, I like, I made a deal with my parents. If they would pay the monthly subscription service, because we had satellite TV, we had no coax to our house. If they would pay the monthly subscription, I would pay out of my like allowance and money that I worked for to have the drop done to our house because uh, it was like hundreds of dollars. And they were like, well, we don't care. We'll use dial up <laughs> forever. And I was like, no, please. No, no, no please. No. Uh, can, is there any way that I can get faster internet? And they're like, well, we did get this quote. I was like, yes, it was prop. You know, what's really funny. I never thought about it this way. But that was probably my first big ticket purchase yeah. in my life was the cable drop for high-speed internet. <laughs> that should tell you everything you need to know about me as a person. <laughs> man, I was what like, do you, what do you think like, a percentage of your net worth at that time that was? Oh, like almost all of it. A hundred, yeah. Yeah, like I, I was like 12, 13 or something like that. Yeah. Like I didn't have money. Yeah. Um, that is so funny. What was it? Was it for one thing in particular, or was it just you just wanted better internet because dial-up? Sucks? It was for because you can't use it when your freaking mom's on the phone or whatever. Yeah, it was for it was for being able to use the internet Uptime. more often. Okay. It was for playing games. Mm-hmm. Um, you you've met my friend Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. So he and I used to try and play games back in the dial-up days, and his family had two phone lines so that he could like game a lot more than me which was good for him, but not great for me. Um, so, so like, we couldn't play a lot of the time, so it was for that as well. And for Napster. <clears throat> <laughs> you know, we had, we had dial-up, and we also had... I don't remember if this is the exact brand of it, but you'll know kind of the category of what I'm talking about. So yeah. we had dial-up, and we had Net Nanny. Um, <laughs> nice, nice. It, Got it, that Net Nanny. <laughs> it made it so that... And this, I'm literally not exaggerating. And there's people that I knew, including my brother and my dad and my mom and friends from that time that know that I'm not exaggerating, I would connect to RuneScape because I played RuneScape when I was a youngin. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would take so long to load in. Once I was loaded in, it actually wasn't that bad. Right. But it would take so long to load in that I could go downstairs. Computer was upstairs. Yeah. Go downstairs. I could make a sandwich and some juice 
eat the sandwich, drink the juice, and you know how slow I eat. <laughs> yeah, you're the worst. I it's go amazing back upstairs. that he grew as large as he did <laughs> at the rate that this man eats. <laughs> like, I wouldn't think it possible for him to consume calories <laughs> at a rate greater than he can burn them. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. So, like, it, it that's a very substantial amount of time. Some people might think, like, oh, it's it's quick. No. Um, and it would be like a bacon sandwich. Like I'd cook bacon. Like it, this is a long. This <laughs> so is we're a not long talking time. like peanut butter on no, bread. No, okay, no. This is a, this is a like meal sandwich. Um, <laughs> a meal sandwich. I like that. <laughs> and, and then I'd go upstairs, and it would sometimes not even be done yet. But somehow, and right. even when I was a kid, I was like, "This is crazy." It wouldn't time out. It would just right. keep loading. It would just keep going. And eventually, five I'd, ever. Yeah. Eventually, we'd connect, and I'd be able to play. And eventually, we convinced oh, yeah. our parents to get rid of Net Nanny and. We also had we had the lines to our house, but we also had the conversations about like upgrading our internet and stuff. Luckily, yeah, our dad was a gamer, so it wasn't yeah, that, that difficult of a conversation. Helps, but, yeah. Oh man. Anyways, it's Dark Souls. Whatever. Yeah, I okay. I think that we, if we're going to poo-poo someone else's choice, then I think we have to come up with a better choice. Okay. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Um, ultimate or do we game. Have to agree. No, I don't think we have to agree. I think okay. I think we can I think we can push back on each other, uh, but I I don't think we have to agree. Because hmm. I've I've actually got one ready that I'm I'm not sure what your take on this is going to be, especially in light of sort of the the current state of things. Um, but okay, I would make the argument if I'm going first. I would make the argument for wow. I had the same thought. I wasn't going to say it. But I think in, in, in terms of like like moving mountains in a way, if you know what I mean by that, I think there's very few games that have done similar things. The amount of cultural impact is huge. Yep. The amount of people that played it, not as much these days, sure. Yep. But like at its peak, I, literally everyone I knew played. Yep. And it's still it's millions. It's still huge. It's constantly going down. It's constantly going down. Because of extremely poor yes. management, et cetera, et cetera. But it's still huge. I don't. I still wouldn't say the ultimate game of all time necessarily, though. Personally, uh, but I understand the argument. There's no perfect, choice. and I think there is no perfect. choice. Okay, so beat me then. Come up with a better choice. Yeah. So I was. I was gonna say Doom. Doom. Doom is really. Boring. It's boring. It is a boring choice. It's a boring choice. Wow was definitely a more interesting choice. I thought about Wow too. I just the reason why I think Doom is, it's, even. In the big gap, you know, before Doom 2016. Yeah. And after the, the last one, whatever one that was. Yeah. Even in that big gap, Doom was still very culturally relevant. There were still people going like, whoa, I got it working on this toaster. Now, it's funny. Both of us seemed to gravitate to cultural relevance for our measure. It's, a, it's the ultimate game. I think it has to be to a certain degree. But does it? Couldn't the ultimate game just like have fortress? amazing amazing Dwarf music amazing, amazing art direction amazing story doesn't an ultimate game have to have everything and to me to call doom ultimate in this day and age for how technologically limited and how by modern standards rudimentary it is and and to be clear i i'm i'm but making the argument you, against define, my own so are you only saying wow 2004 i am not yes I am talking about okay. Wow, not what it's become. Okay, okay, okay. 
I don't know. I don't know. It's so hard. I don't know. It's really difficult. And the thing is that to to pick an ultimate game, right? It is inherently it's inherently sort of um within within the scope of your own experiences, right? Like it's it would hard be, to detach yourself. You know, I, I would I would love to say that, you know, uh Final Fantasy Six is the ultimate game. Because in in my mind, there are a lot of things that it did as well or better than almost any modern game, and it managed to do it in 1994 or whenever whenever it came out, some, some, something like that. Um, you know that that incredible cast of characters, like the 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 the, the story, the music, so good. I if you can basically copy paste everything you said about that and apply it to WoW 2004 and I kind of feel the same way. Yeah. So like, yeah, I don't know. And it's just for me, WoW has this extremely tarnished legacy, which sucks. But then sure so does. does like a lot of So does a lot of the entire gaming yes, industry. Yes. So it's which, like which is part of why this conversation uh, about what's going on at Activision Blizzard is so important. I was telling this story a few days ago about tattoos. I don't I don't have any tattoos. I'm not against tattoos. Right. I just think I don't care. Okay, sure. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, and like, why bother get it if I just don't care? Uh, but when I was younger, I like sort of maybe wanted one, but I couldn't decide on what I wanted. So I wasn't going to get something for no reason. Yeah. Um, and I was like this really, really diehard fan of Morrowind and Oblivion. So I was like, maybe I should get the like the dragon. Yeah. I was like, that'd be sick. Thank goodness you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason why I didn't was because at that time, I luckily had the thought of like, you know, they're still making these. (laughs) 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 I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this if, if there's like this chance that they're going to just ruin it. Yeah. I love that. I love that. uh, Um, That's great. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what, you know, what's really funny is I can't claim to have had a similar thought. But if there is a brand that I have ever fanboyed for harder than anything else, it would be Star Wars. Oh, I'm right. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, that's... How much would it suck yeah. to have, like... I mean, you know what, though? The thing about Star Wars is that at least uh, if they're going to... You if can headcanon it pretty hard. If <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> And at least if they're gonna destroy it, um, they they destroy the the names and the logos for the new destroyed garbage. Oh, it's different. Is like older. It's a little different. So if you have like an OG like Rebel Alliance, you know, tattoo on your shoulder blade or something like you that. You know, at they're least... gonna go to that timeline though. I bet you at some point. It's ah. there's no way it's sacred. There's no way. Yeah, nothing is sacred. No. Nothing is sacred. No. And I don't even want to hear it, chat. The The new Star Wars movies are objectively <laughs> trash. kind of garbage. Yeah. Um, and it's so disappointing, especially because I think Disney did such a great job with Marvel overall. I got to admit, post-Endgame, I'm kind of checked out on MCU. There's just been so much. It's just kind of too much. And it felt like... They did this amazing job of largest, you know, collab of all time um, and giving this closure. And then I just like I watched. I know they still want the money, next so one. Keep going. And I, I forget what the next one was. Spider-Man something. Spider-Man Homecoming, Far From Home. Something like that. Something like that. And I was just like, yeah, I, I, this is this is like entertaining. And I watched Black Widow and I was like, yeah, this is entertaining. It's probably all going to be fine. Like the MCU has, has, has a very solid base minimum you know but i'm just not 
that engaged. And it's not even that like Iron Man was my like favorite Avenger or something. Like I'm an adult. I don't have a favorite color or like <laughs> a favorite a favorite fictional character. Like I just don't really I, I don't really engage with things that way anymore, the way that I used to. It's like just, you might so I would say that I probably have a favorite Avenger, but the amount that I care is extremely low. If that makes sense. Sure. Okay. Okay. You know what? I I mean, if we're going to be completely off topic and talking about crap that totally doesn't matter <laughs> anyway, who is your favorite Avenger, Luke? Captain America. Okay. I, I, I knew it. I'm I boring today. Okay? I wanted to. I'm boring I wanted today. to. I picked Doom. I wanted I to Captain say it before America. you, but you said it so fast. <laughs> I was like, gee, a blonde haired, blue eyed, <laughs> freaking. Always stands up for the little guy. Yeah, guy, I yeah. wonder. I wonder who Luke would be a fan of. I like of. Captain America. He's cool. I based oh, my haircut man. off of him. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I do actually know that. I, yeah. Wait, no. I thought you picked Thor for your more recent haircut. I tried and it didn't work, so I went back to so Captain you America. Cap, so you're back because it's America. who I really am. Oh my goodness! <laughs> All right. Yeah. Notice how it's short again. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. Work. So I just kind right, of look like a mess. All right, Cap. <sighs> See, but then, yeah, I, I don't actually really care. So, like, there's there's that component. All right, fair enough. Like, if he dies, I don't even know. He might be dead now. I, I haven't kept up with the movies. Yeah, I think he dies of old age. It, so. Yeah, it's, like, not going to bother me. So, All right. Um, I, I, you know what? People are asking. They're discussing my favorite, my favorite Marvel superhero. I straight up do not have one. I have least favorite ones. I have ones okay. that I just find intolerable. But other than that, I just don't really. Who's your least? Do we do we go down this? Path? My least favorite is Superman, and he's just boringly and Imba. and all variants of Superman. There's a lot of them. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of Superman. Like Captain Marvel is Superman. Superman is Superman. Like it's just it's not interesting. Um, like I, I tend to, I tend to like you know your Batman's and your, uh, I guess Iron Man to an extent. Like the ones that are just like a person, yeah, uh, with no particular special They're powers. Not like bulletproof, yeah, and everything else proof. Bulletproof is not interesting because a lot of the a lot of the interesting conflicts that can happen are with, you know, the grunt level soldiers. So being able to just mow them down by whipping out your laser eyes. <laughs> it just, it, it creates this sort of um, disposability. You also have, and I, I think the MCU might be running into this, but I don't care enough to know, so whatever. Yeah. But you have a power ramp issue when you start fighting gods all the time or, or godlike beings or whatever you want to call them. Yes. You, you have this crazy power ramp issue. But if humanoid targets are always at least somewhat difficult if they're if they could conceivably Fine. take you down yeah uh bite pond says batman and superman are not marvel characters yes but my We're talking point superheroes so captain marvel would be a terrible marvel superhero in my opinion because she's it's superman a, it's a yeah it's just the like incredibly overpowered and vulnerable, more yes. or less can fly. Has extremely narrow range of vulnerabilities. A Superman alike can go anywhere instantly and do anything is not interesting. Um, so you know, Hulk is more more interesting to me. I think the Hulk's pretty cool. Uh, I think in terms of like Marvel heroes that I I find boring. Um, you know, I 
I think Scarlett Johansson did an amazing job of everything that she was given. I wish she was given a slightly less crap hero to play. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because they, and part of that is just a writing problem. They never really took advantage of her strengths. Yes. There was I, okay, I, I was just going to say, be, I, I like that style of quote-unquote superhero, though. Yes. Because she is just a person, and we were just talking about how that's cool. Yes. But I think she's underutilized. She was yeah. horribly poorly written. Probably yeah. the best moment for her in the entire, like, I guess it's like 25 movies is sort of start to, to Avengers Endgame. The best moment for her is when she's captured by someone supposedly and uh, she's like, you know, been, you know, hit and she's tied to a chair and she gets a phone call and she's like, look, I'm in the middle of an interrogation because um, they're like telling her everything. And I'm like, right, that's what she's supposed to do. She's supposed to be stealthy. And then you've got her like going toe to toe with the rest of the Avengers on that stupid air uh, airstrip. Yeah. And I'm like, sitting I think here going. They could have used her like espionage side of things way better much more yeah. yeah yeah so that that was extremely disappointing yeah uh anyway this is this is extraordinarily <laughs> off topic do we have any other tech things <laughs> that we can talk about uh are we done <laughs> whatever topic we're currently on i i can't remember what we're talking about uh, anymore. It, it's official pc's the ultimate hardware yeah. of all time blah, blah, okay blah, blah. so no it's not because that's really stupid and dark souls is also not because that's really stupid <laughs> <laughs> they're both they're both really stupid <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh you you do you golden joystick huh. all right what do you want to talk about next we can do this one just because it's fast sure and we can offboard onto this onto sponsors maybe but tesla uh now to use footage it records of you essentially for this the is not a fast topic we got to talk about this okay for the full self-driving assistance program uh in its agreement it says that it's going to use footage from outside and inside the vehicle uh, while incident footage has been gathered before for AI training, the new agreement consents to Tesla's collection of VIN-associated image data. So if you get in a crash while using it, Tesla will have the footage from your car. Um, so wow. you spend an incredible amount of money for some incredibly extensive surveillance of you. Wow. I can understand how this data would be useful. Oh, yeah. I'm also stunned. Because if I'm Tesla, I'm looking at it going, hey, at some point, a regulatory body is going to come after me when there's some kind of collision and 16, 16 people die. We hit a bus. Yep. It's all kids. People care about kids a lot. Yep. I need to cover my butt in terms of liability. That is why this is happening. Full stop. So don't imagine anything other than that this is about Tesla protecting their own liability so that in the event that that happens, they are going to do absolutely everything they can to pin it on the driver. I don't, in, in our notes, there, there isn't a reason. So I can't even like really debate back because I can't think of, I mean, it would, because it's full self-driving, that's the confusing part to me. Well, full in full self-driving, you are still supposed to be hands basically on the wheel, right? Yeah. So this is, so there's like, there's a number of problems here, right? There's the problem that Tesla is still using that full self-driving and autopilot branding when neither of those things are either of those things. Um, 
And the other problem is that people are using this technology, which is which is not validated. It's not fully cooked, and they're using it on public roads without any kind of, I mean, really anything. Like if I was an insurer at this point, I would be trying to figure out, you know, if your car has has this kind of a feature, I'd be trying to figure out what what impact that does or should have on your premium because if something goes wrong i don't even know who i'm gonna go after for it like it's getting it's gonna get really complicated so electrics website yeah uh, says specifically that the fact that tesla added that language specifically related to safety risks and accidents would point towards the automaker looking to secure usable evidence in case of an accident where its full self-driving system is blamed so yeah, they're trying to use it against you. Well, yep. that's what Electric thinks as well. Essentially, they're agreeing with you. Uh, Fantastic says they really just need to change the names. Yeah, they really do. Because ultimately, what's going to happen is people are going to make assumptions because people do not read detailed documentation on things. Hey! Okay, in my defense on that whole deleting the desktop environment thing... No, basically thing, nobody does. That was, that was terminology that even if I had read it, I would not have understood that I was removing my entire desktop environment. Or I might have if I was I paying really careful attention. I think you might have. Yeah. But not when I was reading like I was just doing something basic like installing a program. Anyway, anyway, the point is people don't read these things. They make assumptions based on the names of, of things. Like if I, okay, this product, okay, it's called the water bottle. Let's say, for example... It was actually a hammer. It was actually... Yeah, it was actually... I mean, it, I mean, it might be an okay hammer, but... <laughs> it did probably do all right. <laughs> but at some point, I'm probably... In my use of it as a hammer, I'm probably going to make some kind of mistake that will cause damage to my hammer or myself. And, you know, if we installed a camera in every one of these the water bottle hammers... Uh, so that we could prove that when, you know, you break the vacuum seal and it causes some kind of a problem or something, so that we could prove that it was because you were using it as uh, a, a hammer instead of a water bottle or whatever. Um, you know, I... <sighs> Man. I wonder what happens if you cover the internal cameras. Oh, I'm pretty sure that it's going to disable your, your, your self-driving. Oh, so yeah. It would have yeah. to. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. So then that's the thing too is like Tesla is now pulling a bait and switch here because anyone who already paid for full self-driving and Tesla has been selling full self-driving whether directly oh, wow. whether actually taking your money or or selling it as a, a future promise. It'll work on this car. For yeah. years now. So they have effectively promised something whether it is future self-driving capabilities for your vehicle that you can upgrade to, or whether it is an actual software package that you have paid them for, they have promised this under a set of conditions that is no longer accurate. So you could make the argument, and they got sued recently actually over um, someone buying a, a version of a Tesla vehicle that Tesla said would be compatible with full self-driving that they then went back to them and said, well, it's compatible in the sense that you can pay for new hardware in order to upgrade them. And they're like, "Uh, actually, no, that isn't what you said. So they're they're being sued for that, I believe, right now. Um, But I could see see this going class action and I could see people suing them saying, well, look, I wouldn't have made this purchase 
if I had realized that having a camera pointed at me that is feeding data, obviously feeding data onto your server, whether they admitted it before or not, I actually don't remember, but it was obviously doing it. So this is feeding data onto your server that monitors me while I'm in a, my understanding is, at least in many jurisdictions, a private place. I didn't know they had. Inside your car. It is, yeah. It is. Um, I, I didn't know they had internal cameras at all, personally. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, I just didn't know Yeah, that. they're to monitor driver attentiveness. But the claim, my understanding is, the claim in the past has been that it's locally handled, that it's just monitoring driver attentiveness. Oh, they might just be changing that. It might right. not send it yet. Yeah. Right. Oh, I see what you mean. So okay. okay. either okay. way, yeah, yeah, yeah. if I bought this car based on my understanding that it worked as a oh, local sure. attentiveness monitoring yeah. thing, then effectively that could be an enormous class action. You could, I could see people potentially if, getting refunded for the full self-driving module. If you get, or not even that, remember the vehicle as well. If you bought the vehicle on the basis of this perceived upgrade path, even if you don't own a full self-driving module, you might make the argument that I spent an extra X. I spent an extra $8,000 on a Tesla because my understanding was that I was going to have full self-driving that did not involve a camera pointed at me and reporting on me to Big Brother. This could be freaking enormous. Enormous. It could be freaking enormous. AJ says they were saying that it was disabled and would be utilized for the self-driving taxi feature in the event of vandalism IRC. This is a big problem with Tesla is they just... Yeah, they change stuff. I mean, we know who's the problem, right? They're just, they just talk out their butts and then the, the story changes and the Tesla fanboys and apologists just say, oh, but it's okay because they're changing the world. They're, they're building the future. Right, but the ends don't justify the means. Like we actually do need to have integrity about this future that we're building. Otherwise, is it one that we really want to live in is a question we should be asking ourselves. Another question is, is this the ultimate car scandal of all time? I'm kidding. It's not. No, there's been some pretty big car scandals. I I, there, I'm just I don't memeing think on the previous topic. There's a single automaker that is faultless. I mean, we've all seen the <sighs> how the many people is it going to kill versus the cost oh, of the recall yeah. calculations. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, every corporation past a certain size, as far as I can tell, is basically monstrous. Yeah. So. Yep, it's a thing. Uh, Clem says, no, that would definitely be Nikola. Nikola Motors? where they like actually had nothing and they were claiming they had like a semi that worked, but actually they like rolled it down a hill and stuff. You didn't follow that. I forgot about those guys. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, what happened? That was like the Theranos of cars. Yeah. They just, as far as we (laughs) could tell, they had absolutely nothing. Did they take like investment money or something? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I I remember hearing about, I like, I I probably saw that video of that truck rolling down the hill. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh man. Anyways, uh, sponsors. Yeah, we should definitely do sponsors. Um, who who sponsored the show today? I'm sure someone did. Humio. Our first sponsor, LTTstore.com. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm Whoa. going there. What? LTT has a Black Friday deal. If you add a meme product to the cart, so that is the, uh, where is it? Why are, these, why are these not on the front page? Dang it. We've got a sale running. We've got a sale running, you guys. 
So if you add a meme face sequin pillow or a sad Linus or Linus selfie desk pad or mouse pad, uh, you'll get $20 off orders over $30. So basically you buy these and one other thing and you're getting the, the pillow or the mouse or desk pad for like five bucks or 10 bucks respectively. So there you go. These sequin pillows are hilarious because you can like draw on them because they're sequin pillows. Hold on. See? See? That's that's one of my favorites. Actually, this is probably my favorite. <laughs> Sunglasses and joint, Linus. Anyway, um, right. So the actual sponsors of the show. <laughs> Thanks uh, to ShipStation for sponsoring today's WAN show. The holidays are coming up, which means we're about to be in the busiest time of year. Between growing your business, managing inventory, and juggling orders, you've got a lot going on this holiday season. Make shipping the easiest part of your day with ShipStation. Figuring out the best way to ship your orders can be frustrating and confusing. ShipStation makes it quick, easy, and convenient. You can easily import orders from any sales channel, automate just about any shipping task, which means you can spend less time sorting through orders and more time doing what you do best, and ShipStation integrates all selling channels into one simple dashboard. That means you can seamlessly connect carriers, print shipping labels, and get products out the door fast. Over 100,000 sellers use ShipStation for their business, and it's never too early to start prepping for the holiday rush, so get a head start with ShipStation. Use our offer code WAN to get a 60-day free trial just in time for the holidays. That's two months of stress-free holiday shipping for free. Just head to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in WAN. ShipStation. Make ship happen what's up nick have i have i what have i gotten in trouble for doing anything like wearing this jacket on the stream earlier i i'm showing off more more ltt store stuff oh there was actually something that i totally wanted to leak what was it ah uh, oh man it was something super cool that i had wanted to talk about i give up all right what's up i've just given up on life at this point yeah yeah that's fine Oh, it's different than what I said. Oh crap! Okay, sorry. The Shopify discount implementation is like doesn't allow the thing. Something, something. Use BFCM to save fifteen dollars on any Linus Face Meme products. We can change it to twenty. Twenty is fine. Well, you don't have to buy anything else. Oh, you don't have to buy anything else. Yeah, that's why oh yeah, no, that would be bad yeah. then. Okay, that's yep. Yeah, so sorry, it's only 15 instead of 20. Yeah, no, sorry. We would be we'd be eating it on that one. That would be not very good. Hey, thanks, Nick. Hey. There you go. Uh, Datam says, why is your shipping to the EU so expensive? Because the EU is super far it's, away. Because shipping to the EU is expensive. Yeah, we're... we're so our average markup on shipping is, I think, somewhere in the neighborhood of 5% right now. Or, or are we even making it's money on... Oh, it's negative 10% now? Uh, yeah, it, we're trying to fix it. Okay. Yeah. It's supposed to be... His, his margin target for shipping is 10%, yeah. so that we'll have like a slush bucket so that we can use to run ship. You might have noticed we haven't run any shipping promos in a very long time. That's because there's no slush bucket. <laughs> I didn't know we were losing money on shipping, though. Cool. You, you did, know that. did I know that? Okay, well, I've forgotten that. <laughs> I have a feel, Was it his idea? Um, no. no, no. no. Okay. Someone's like, can I recommend a warehouse nearby? Yeah. No, you can't. That's uh, not the operating point. an additional warehouse is not going to help us save on overhead. Yeah, we're fixing it. But yeah. It's, yeah. 
no, no. That would just you'd just be paying for it in the cost of the product yeah. instead of paying for it in the shipping. So you're solving one problem, adding another. Oh man. All right. Back uh, to topics. Yeah, why don't we get back to the topics? Is that your was thing fixed? a very disruptive thing. Ah, yes, it is. Wonderful. So now I can say words fuck and damn. Uh, hopefully. I just tried out my new swear bleep button, so we're gonna see we're gonna see if that worked. <laughs> oh man, I love this show. That's why that's why this show is so great. Oh, okay. Uh, Everett H. asks for an update on the Kickstarter hammer. Sent there, a merch message. There isn't one. There's no update. No update, no no update, update. on the Kickstarter hammer. Yeah. All right. What do you want to talk about? Um, let's see. Let's go through some topics. GPU prices are going up again. Oh, shoot. The timing is apparently off for the beep. Oh. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, um... <laughs> Linus, please, this is a Christian stream. Oh, no. Okay, well, I thought I was bleeping it. <laughs> that's extremely unfortunate. If there's a delay from when you press the button, that's a pretty rough system. Thorny green, this is not a green screen. <laughs> is, there, is there any ETA on it being, like, not this? Uh, no, there's no ETA on that, but it's okay. definitely not a green screen. <laughs> yeah, it just looks... Oh, my goodness. great. Uh, oh, people want the code. People want the code for the for the discount. Okay, we gotta we gotta sell some Linus meme. You gotta buy your meme products. Meme face products I understand. here. Uh, I can't find it. Where is it? Oh, here we go. Here, BFCM. BFCM. Here you go, guys. BFCM is the code. <laughs> My brain hurts now. <laughs> All right. Um. What are we talking about? Let's start a topic. Sure. Oh my yes. goodness. People aren't even tuning out. They seem to be they seem to be enjoying the technical difficulties more than the show itself. The fire. Viewership's the fire. going like this. The fire. No, put out the fire. <laughs> no, more fire. No, enough more, fire. More fire is more viewers. We need more fire. No. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Someone knock the wall down. No. <laughs> Please. Speaking of more fire, GPU prices are going up again. Uh, I didn't even want to talk about this because it's we don't just have to. sad. No, we just do it. it. Talk me through it. A post on a board on the board channels forum indicates that AMD prices are set to increase by ten percent. Apparently, this is mostly due to TSMC foundry costs going up. The next shipment of AMD RX 6000 GPUs should reflect the price increase of roughly twenty to forty USD per card. This cost is currently aff <coughs> affecting. Uh, add in board partners. Uh, so if we're lucky, that won't be passed on to the consumer. LOL. Uh, there's not enough margin there's for them to not pass it along. literally no chance. Yeah, that that's is not a thing. I'm going to say that's a 0% uh, probability. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, that's that literally can't work. Like he was saying, the margins are so low, it's just it's not going to it's not going to happen. Um, there are rumors that AMD is switching from TSMC to Samsung. That would be really interesting. Um, yeah i doubt it yeah me too. i mean going from one process node to another one like that is not uh i mean it's possible that amd was already working on that if it's if it's been in the in the works for a while then sure but like yeah but i doubt they're trying to figure out how to dual source their current products that's probably going to be something that's more like 
RDNA 3 or something like that. Yeah. A lot of their recent success has been working with TSMC. Absolutely. That's yeah. very true. A lot of a lot of everyone's <laughs> recent success has been working with TSMC. <laughs> I think you can pretty much draw a line in between people with recent success and people who don't work with TSMC. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Um, Oof. With this news coming off the heels of the 10% price hike humor, or sorry, rumor, uh, it, it may be that AMD simply can't afford to continue using TSMC. That one I'm not so certain about, but it would definitely eat margins really badly. And, yep. they, and yep. I can understand why they would want a price hike. Um, Samsung is apparently building a new $17 billion advanced chip plant in Texas. Uh, an estimated production start date of 2024. It will also, as far as my understanding goes, take them a fair amount of time to like warm up to their full capabilities. Yeah. Um, and they could make, apparently, chips as advanced as three nanometer. Dang. Whoa. Dang. Whoa. Three nanometer sounds pretty good. That's that's very few nanometers. That is a very small that's amount of nanometers. That's a very nanometers. small number of that nanometers. That is a 100% confirmed very small amount of nanometers. Yeah. That's not, yeah. that's not enough nanometers, quite frankly. <laughs> we need more. I think I need more nanometers. <laughs> I mean, why do we accept three nanometers when we could have 35 nanometers? Yeah, I'm cheesed. I, well, maybe 35 is too much. I think 14 is the right number of nanometers the exact perfect amount we let's go never, back to 14 we should never move off of 14 let's have 14 <laughs> nanometers forever <laughs> oh boy okay um, so yeah that's a thing that's sad yeah that's like really disappointing but also basically has already been happening this is just in my yeah. mind yeah uh amd and tsmc <clears throat> just clawing back some of the value that had been scooped up by bottom feeders later on in the chain. I mean, this comes back to a conversation we had more recently where we talked about, okay, um, if a GPU is going to be $1,000 instead of $500, who should get that money? Right. Should it be TSMC and AMD who like actually made investments and designed and built these things? Or should it be some scalper on Facebook Marketplace? If someone has to have it, I guess it should be like, you know, the people putting the the people putting the R&D into the product so that so that at the end of the day, at least if it sucks for gamers today, in theory, it turns into bigger R&D budgets for better products for gamers in the future. If capitalism is working correctly or or hopefully more fab capacity or whatever well that's exactly yeah. it yeah. yeah so so it can be reinvested yeah because some so, facebook marketplace you know scalper is not reinvesting in any way other than to build a better bot <laughs> so that they can scalp you harder <laughs> next time yeah <sighs> uh gamers nexus want to talk about this one yeah let's talk about let's gamers talk nexus about buys gamers a nexus. scam in quotes pre-built from iBuyPower with a 10-year-old GPU. Yikes. It's the iBuyPower Element Mini 167A for 700 bucks. It has a Ryzen 5 3600. Uh, it's 8 gigabytes of 3,000 megahertz RAM, a 250 gigabyte SSD, and a 2 gigabyte GT730, which is a 730 in name only. It is a Fermi GF 108-300-A1, a.k.a. a GT430. Ooh, that wasn't even a good card when it came out. Um, was that literally the card? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. 
You know I what I'm talking about? I think it was the about? 210 or something. Uh, or 240 you or something You know what I'm talking like about? Though? I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, Um Big yikes. The Amazon listing they bought it from uh, had a bunch of mistakes, like listing 16 gigabytes of RAM, one gigabyte hard drive, and a four-core processor. What? Okay. Unsurprisingly, this is the worst pre-built they've ever bought. Most benchmark games they use wouldn't even run. Games that did run had horrible performance. Uh, the A and O performs better than this thing. A and O. I gotta, I gotta confess. Um, I kind of feel like this is sort of a water is wet. Yeah, like wait, what? Uh, revelation here, because pre-builds with old crappy GPUs, um, many of which are rebranded, even older crappy GPUs are not really a new thing. Um, to be clear, I don't think iBuyPower should be marketing this as a gaming desktop at all. That's really stupid. But this also isn't really anything new. Like I remember buying at Future Shop. We talked about good old Future Shop not that long ago. <laughs> I remember you know, buying something that the sales rep told us would be good for gaming when I didn't know anything about computers yet. And finding out that it had onboard graphics, like, <laughs> and remember, this was back when Intel's onboard graphics were not even like good onboard graphics. I still um, remember going to the Future Shop in Langley back when Future Shop existed. Yeah, and trying to find a graphics card with my dad, and going through all the different components that they had there and stuff, and like fi- the the old art that used to be on graphics card boxes was I know, so right? cool. And like, I know nothing about it. My dad luckily knew some stuff, so that was great. But like I knew nothing, so I was like, "Ooh, pretty box art. I want this one." <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I this is very confusing. So the the notes are talking about an Amazon article, uh, which is like interesting. And then the link for the Element Mini is to the Microsoft Store, which seems to have things listed correctly in terms of specs. Yeah, I uh, I think that the big problem. It's just that this GT730 is uh, a GT430, which was garbage when it came out and is definitely garbage today and obviously doesn't perform very well. So the big problem here is calling things gaming when they are obviously not capable of gaming in any kind of modern yeah. sense. So that's... What's going on here though? Like, is, is Nvidia calling this card that? Is is iBuyPower just like stickering it? Like, what's what's happening here? I don't fully. I feel like I'm missing something. Am I just being dumb? Um. Yeah, I mean, it's all stuff. So it's all stuff that's bad, but none of it is new. Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at on okay. this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, honestly, at 600 US dollars, it's not exactly a great deal or anything, but it's not like you aren't getting, you know, it's not like that would cost a ton more than $600 or a ton more than $700. Excuse me. It's not like it would cost you. (laughs) My trip is starting to catch up to me a little bit. (laughs) I have not slept enough. I am pretty good at managing jet lag. Can you talk about that at all? Can you even say where you were? uh, I was in Tel Aviv. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And we're gonna end it there. And we're gonna we're gonna end it right okay. there. Yeah. Um, just so people understand why there's jet lag going on. So this is a thirty six hundred Ryzen five. That's a two hundred and seventy dollar Canadian processor. So what is that like two hundred and 
10, 200, around 200 US dollars, something like that. Uh, you know, there's some RAM, there's a case, you know, ca there's a power supply. There's so RGB fans as far as I can RGB tell. fans. Like it's, it's not like, um, it's not like a scam in the sense that you think you're buying a, a computer and it ships with a brick inside, you yeah. know, like $20 worth of, worth of concrete or like, you know, cement inside it. Like, it's not like that, but it's just a really, really terrible deal. Which again is nothing new in the pre-built computer. Yeah, and, world. I, and, and I guess the the whole like this is still this old graphics card thing is not new either. But bringing light to it's probably pretty chill. Yeah, and and that shouldn't be a thing. Rebranding yes. yeah. products shouldn't be a thing. That's something we've spoken out about in the past because the only reason to do it is to mislead users to make them think that it's something newer than what it is. That's literally. The only reason to do it. So we've criticized rebadging graphics cards in particular. Seem to go through this a lot. Oh, and then they've been going through it for the entire time that I've been interested in computers as well. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Like, like it's, this is not even close to new. I still remember getting absolutely like enraged at Sapphire way back in the day because there was like a, an, a, a variant of, I actually, wow. I actually finally forget the details of it. I guess time does heal all wounds. It was some variant of like a 9600 or something like that that had a cut down memory bus. Because that was the big one back oh, in the day. Yeah. Was they would they would have the memory bus um, which would dramatically change the performance because you are essentially cutting the memory bandwidth in half. And that's not something that was typically disclosed on a spec sheet. So I bought just so that in my parents' machine, there would be something like sort of usable for my siblings. I bought a, a, what I thought was a decent GPU, but it was, you know, $15, $20 cheaper. And I put it in there and I was like, this performance is trash. What the heck is going on here? This should be better because I had like the real version in my own machine like a year prior or something like that. And I found out that it was only disclosed... And that was the only way I was able to figure it out because I, I maybe I didn't have access to tools like GPU-Z yet or something. But it was only disclosed on like their European site that it was a 64-bit bus card when it was supposed to be a 128-bit. Like it was not listed on ATI at the time. It wasn't listed on ATI's website anywhere as that that was a variant of this GPU yeah, that existed. Yeah. So I made the argument to them that I should be able to get a refund or that they should swap it for one with a 128-bit bus because the retailer didn't list it properly, NCIX. Um, their product information didn't have it on their North American site where I had you know, gone to double check. Um, so I had no way of knowing that I was buying some, some garbage card. Um, and so that's all terrible. Rebadging things, quietly changing the specs without changing the label. Those are both bad even though they're kind of the opposite behavior. Uh, they're just, they're super duper, nothing new. And for as long as the tech industry has and will exist, it's going to continue to be a thing. Probably, yep. Yep. Yeah, so there you go. All right, should we move on to our next topic? Yeah. But um, shame on you, Amazon reseller and... Uh, Microsoft and NZXT2 for having the word gaming in the description of that desktop. I'll say that much. You'd pro honestly, you'd probably be better off just getting the APU version of that chip and running on the onboard. Yeah. 
gaming desktop. Yeah, that's just... Yeah. I feel like they're almost just saying that because like, some marketing person was like, well, it has the RGBs. Yeah. Maybe we should call it the gamings. Uh, next topic, though. Devin S., I think, just bought one of everything on the entire site. A mystery water bottle, a short circuit long sleeve, a tech scarf, a dad hat, three mystery t-shirts, one ethernet shirt, a meme face sequin pillow, a banana scale in every color, a do not drop t-shirt, a other CPU pillow. Did I already say CPU pillow? No, a CPU pillow, a party shirt. Did I already say party shirt? I can't even keep track. And a water bottle. Wow. Unbelievable. Um, okay. Talk about talk about doing some Black Friday shopping. I mean, we only offered a $15 discount, and it's only on one item. You don't have to buy everything. I mean, you can, um, but you don't have to. Microsoft and Qualcomm. So in the past few weeks, MediaTek has been expressing interest in building their own ARM chips that can run Windows. Turns out there's a snag. And XDA, as XDA developers reported, uh, the reason that we've only seen Qualcomm Windows PCs is because Microsoft and Qualcomm have an exclusivity deal. The sources say it is set to expire soon with no known date, but that would explain why we've only seen Qualcomm-powered devices since they were first announced by the two companies in 2016. Maybe a five-year agreement? Let's hope. The end of this agreement yeah. could mean Windows ARM licensing could be opened up to a lot more chips, including potentially Apple Silicon. That was something that was extremely disappointing to me about the Apple Silicon Macs was that if you wanted to run Windows, even though Microsoft had an ARM version, you couldn't do it yeah. unless you wanted to, you know, actually, is there a way to do it through like emulation? I don't know. Does Parallels have a solution for that? You guys will have to let me know in the chat. No I don't idea. daily drive uh, a Mac, so there hasn't been any reason for me to solve this problem. Um, wow, that's... That's a real drag and a half. I mean, I guess I kind of get it because if I was Microsoft and I desperately needed some kind of silicon, apparently Snazzy Labs has done it. Yeah, there you go. Um, yes, you can parallels it. If I was desperate for there to be some kind of silicon for me to even, you know, continue to develop my Windows ARM software on to have any, you know, reason for it to exist at all then I might make a deal like that. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, apparently Parallels with Windows for ARM is fantastic. Okay, good to know. So I don't, man. See, the problem with ARM Windows for me is it's just one of those, like, why things. Yeah. Like, if I... If I the only reason that I daily drive Windows, aside from familiarity, which honestly is not that big of a deal, like I, I do such basic things outside of my web browser now anyway, that it kind of doesn't matter. So the only reason for me to daily drive Windows is gaming. And if I was going to game, ARM is clearly not, not a reasonable a, option. Yeah. And if I was not going to game, then I think based on everything we learned from the Linux challenge, I would probably just, I, I mean, I was perfectly happy with Manjaro KDE other than gaming. You're spoiling the next episode a little bit. Oh, well, I guess a little bit, but uh, a little bit. I don't know. Maybe it's not that bad to spoil it a little bit since uh, people are 
so outraged about the uh, the streaming episode. People are a little cheesed about People that one. People are a little cheesed. The next episode is, uh, can I say what it is, I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah go yeah. for it. The next episode is like random productivity tasks. Yeah. So non-gaming tasks that you do. There's a 12-page thread on the forum about wow. the second episode. And I, I, I replied to it at one point. I was like, people keep saying that the problems that I had are related to my exotic hardware. Other than my Go XLR, what about my hardware is exotic? Go XLR that, isn't exotic either. That has caused any problems. I'll wait. And people launched into these explanations of how my hardware is exotic. But where they never managed to get to was how it caused any of the problems that I actually had. Yeah. And to be clear, um, the, the Elgato lights, for example, I never presented that as a problem. Because my workaround for it was very easy. I didn't have to solve anything. I just used my phone. Um, most of my problems, like in my raw doc. Did I ever share that raw doc with you? No, actually. That's just my like... I haven't technically... Yeah. My thoughts document. Well, we weren't supposed to see each other. So right, we, right, We both right. have one, right? Yeah. The vast majority of my, of my issues in my doc have nothing to do with that I'm running a thread ripper and therefore the... People who develop Linux, you know, they're just using their own hardware and they wouldn't necessarily be able to test on that. Did you grow your own CPU, Linus? I never, I never, I never said they did. I never said anything about any of that. Most I never, things have not been I problems. never said it had any stability problems. I, the problems were just that everything's a chore. I've been kind of following along on the, I have never mentioned that I've even known this existed, but I guess people probably knew. I've been following along on the Mint forums. Um, oh, I see. Yeah. Because my, my brain went to average user, right? So I was like, because especially at the beginning, yeah. but throughout the whole thing, we weren't allowed to like ask for help, et cetera. Yeah. So if I had a problem, one of my things was like, well, I don't know. I'd probably go back to the thing that I got. So I went on Mint's website and I was like, there's a forum. This all seems like things that I would maybe do. So I went to the forum. I started poking around. And then I started noticing after we posted one video that there was a thread about the video on the mint forums and i was like oh i'm gonna see what people are saying they've actually been decently nice r slash um, linux has been surprisingly um, there's both sides for sure but yeah they've been they've but been anything that manages to get any kind of upvote momentum yes. has yeah. been mostly like yeah we understand the spirit of where this is coming from and there's also i'm seeing a bit of a a, a tide turn in some of the sentiment anyway where people are saying hey you know, all of the problematic things that you might find about this aside, this has already generated discussion and improvements to the experience. So for better or for worse, Linus and Luke were 100% successful hey. in what they were trying to do. Got him. Which was to go in as people who have not tried to daily drive Linux for gaming and talk about the experience. Yeah. generate discussion and hopefully turn that into something that will become better in the future if it isn't already good now, and, which and it I, isn't. I, me <laughs> <laughs> I, me <laughs> I mentioned a while ago that I yeah. pivoted my work laptop. Yep. Um, I, I pivoted it to, I'll finally say it now, I left it vague last time. I went to Ubuntu. Oh, okay. Because I was like, you know what? I said I didn't want to use Ubuntu. Try the vanilla because try vanilla you know it's a good flavor it is a good flavor <laughs> i i uh I, I said that i didn't want to use it because i don't like gnome 3 yeah but i had never used gnome 3 you hater so, what a hater so but exactly Way to so hate. i was like i'm gonna go use it 
Haters gonna hate, 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 hate. Honestly, hate, Gnome Three's fine. I still think I prefer Mint. Yeah. And the cinnamon experience and all that kind of stuff. Sure. So I'm probably gonna pivot my laptop again. But like, it, it's been completely fine. I'm just a creature of habit, and there was nothing about KDE that super offended me. So yeah. if I was gonna go Linux again, the, the number of people that are like, and all your problems because you chose Arch. Well, like, hold on a second. The amount of criticism I've taken for going with Manjaro is kind of mind-blowing, especially because Manjaro has not really caused any of my problems. No. I mean, they saw some of my early struggles figuring out that apt was not a thing on Manjaro. Which which I I just didn't know because every guide you find for anything is like apt get whatever. So apt get. Uh, I mean, once I figured out Pamac was a thing um, and Pac-Man was a thing, I was like, this is great. I've got my graphical version and I've got my command line terminal version. And so I will just do this from now on. Uh, so these are all things that I figured out. But Manjaro did not cause any of my problems. And I don't think that it was an entirely unreasonable thing for me to do because the rationale was, well... My number one choice didn't work out for reasons that the <laughs> OS maker has admitted were not entirely my fault. Um, and the upstream has admitted was not entirely my fault. Fixes have been applied for what happened to me, to me, not by me. Um, so my first choice didn't work out. My second choice was, well, I know that SteamOS 3.0 is going to be an Arch derivative. So maybe some of the work that Valve is doing on Proton or uh, compatibility, Steam compatibility layer or whatever they call it, maybe that would also be applicable in some way to an also an Arch alike. So I'm going to try that because it also came highly recommended. Those were, those were the main things that I was thinking about. My number one didn't work out. Maybe something Arch-based would be a, a better bet in sure. some way. Because I, and that's another thing too, is like what's supported. So I had already, I had already gone for the Ubuntu based and it was a big problem for me. So I was like, well, the other main sort of thing that we're at least aware of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the one that Valve obviously chose for some reason for gaming is Arch. So I was like, I'm not going to try to tackle Arch itself by the way so i'm just going to i'm just going to try this like i'm going to try arch with training wheels and honestly it was fine so none of my problems were really specific to a distro in my opinion yes i had problems with dolphin but i would have probably found problems with the default application choices in any distro and i would have probably found problems with cohesion in any distro because those are Linux desktop problems and I think that definitely exist. I think another problem that's going on is is ugh, some people in the community, I think, are ignoring the fact that we would complain about Windows too. And yeah. We, we've brought this up a couple times. Like we're we're not going like Windows is perfect, no. therefore these things suck. It's just But these things can suck and, and Windows can suck. Yes. Everything can suck. Everything can be imperfect. Yeah. I mean, there are things I hate about... I've actually literally uploaded videos of just lists of things I hate about operating systems. Uh, Windows more recently, but... um, Oh, man. Back when we did that series of 
10 reasons macOS is just better and 10 or 10 reasons windows is better yeah the number of people that interpreted macOS being better to mean that windows is worse or vice versa just because something has something better doesn't mean that it is better it, like the point i'm trying to make is things can be good and things can be bad and that doesn't inherently make the other thing good or the other thing bad yeah. it just means that if we're being objective anything has lots of stuff about it that is crap and lots of stuff about it that is good and that's okay like luke and i had a super frustrating windows gaming experience last no. night <laughs> where and i don't know who to blame could be microsoft <sighs> could be valve um, could be whoever the developer is for Towerfall. I don't know. But we were having issues with uh, remote play, trying to play Towerfall with my kids locally and Luke remotely. And we just couldn't get four controllers working properly without one of them either not working at all or one of them controlling two players at the same time. Or even three. Or even three. <laughs> and I would say that that's a crap experience. That's a crap user experience. And to contrast this, just yeah. in case you weren't going to go there, we played Towerfall through remote play on Linux flawlessly and immediately. With three players. Fair. Which worked perfectly last night, too. It was the fourth player that was causing trouble. Did it work perfectly right away? I don't think I so. Believe. Oh, I still had... Okay, no, the first issue we had was that it seems like... I think, like, Yvonne's Thunderbolt dock died or something. Okay. Like, yeah, so that was unrelated. No, but I mean, even once you had, like, gone downstairs. I can't remember. Okay. I yeah, can't remember. I'm not sure. So... Yeah, there's 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 bad there there's bad experiences everywhere. Um yeah. And I guess the point of the series was can you switch today as the average gamer? And the answer is well, the answer is complicated. The so is complicated. the answer the answer is complicated. Apparently yeah. the GoXLR for Linux project added better installation instructions. That's pretty cool. So, you know, I've seen some criticism that I was too hard on what is obviously a, a grassroots community project. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't think I hated on them, but the experience wasn't very good. And for better or for worse, the experience is now better because of what I said. Apparently, the developer agrees. <laughs> like, oh, I see your point. I guess I could make this better. And now it is better. So that's why reviewers exist. That's why critics exist. So it's not that I'm trying to be a jerk about it. I'm just, my job going into this was to evaluate it. And that's why we had said on, I think it was last week on When Show, we had said maybe a cool follow-up would be to go in and experience Windows Fresh. Yeah. Now, I just threw my old drive back in because I just wanted to play some video games <laughs> and not think about it for a little bit. But I, uh, I intend to put a fresh drive in, start from scratch, and review windows i'd do it too are we yeah there's the there's the two different version potential as well windows 10 and windows 11 i'm gonna go windows 11 yeah okay i'm gonna go windows 11 and i'm gonna have the someone warts and all someone brought up an interesting argument um and there's some generalizations here and i noticed that when i first read it but so i'm, I'm gonna try to quote but it's not in front of me so whatever sure. uh, but they essentially said no one installs windows that's not true people buy a computer and Windows is on it. Sure. But that's also, that's A, not true. And B, doesn't excuse a bad installation experience. Yeah. If it's but, a Microsoft product, which the installation experience is, 
then what's the excuse for it being bad? You're a multi, multi tens of billions of dollars company. No, no, I don't accept that. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, no. I think the majority of people, well, definitely the majority of people don't. That's but fair. It's still part of the process. But it's a Microsoft product. If yeah. it's a Microsoft product, then it should be polished. You're charging me money for it. Man, it, I paid I, for it. I think such a substantial part of the Windows video is going to be the, <laughs> the amount of things you have to click when you're going through the installation process. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And like, there's just there's just shockingly stupid stuff. Like you go through this whole process and it's like uh, you install the whole operating system, then you like do all this stuff, then you sit and you wait for like four more minutes. Well, it's like, hey, we're setting things we're up setting for you. We're setting things up for you. Well, what were you doing before? Yeah. Yeah. What? And I actually really like, I believe, if I remember correctly, Ubuntu did this, and I know Mint did this, but you, you do the install, and then there's just a window that you can close if you want. That's all the customization stuff. And Windows does all this forced customization stuff while you're going through the setup. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> going back to the Windows version after installing Mint and Ubuntu was so <laughs> frustrating. Yeah. So it's like, if I just wanted to use my damn computer right now like why are you stopping me so that i can what make it look green like i don't care i can do this whenever yeah I, oh, this is a man. low priority task yeah yeah uh 88 pocket says windows 10 pro needs to drop preloaded crap like candy crush what professional oh expects or wants candy crush yes, yes that's so stupid 100 percent. 100 percent. oh, 100%. oh, oh man. maybe they will because Blizzard is, or uh, Microsoft said that they were thinking about re, re, uh, how did they word it? They were going to look at their relationship with Blizzard and like reestablish what they're doing there because of like Bobby Kotick and all the stuff that's going on. Is, does Blizzard own King? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Or, or Activision, I guess. Yeah. Or whatever. Blizzard Activision. Yeah. Or, Act or sorry, Activision Blizzard. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Hilarious. So hopefully that happens. Hopefully. Because that is so dumb. Brutal. So oh, or tear, tear or tear says on the last stream you had something in your bag you wanted to show us. What's in the bag? Okay, first What's of all, first of all, I used uh, the LTT backpack prototype yes. for my trip. Oh, and it's even better than I thought. You know how the size is kind of big. It fits perfectly under an airline seat. There's also no scuffs, which is great. Oh yeah, no. I mean, the uh, the material choice I already knew was outstanding. I'm just saying because this a lot of bags and stuff. The second you go on a trip, yeah, tossing around an airplane, doing all this kind sure. of stuff, they get yeah. But yeah, it looks it looks brand looks new. immaculate. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, the like additional structure of it was great because it makes it really easy to put really bulky stuff in and out of it. Because I was like constantly throwing my because you're on a plane, right? It's like I'm freezing, jacket. I'm too hot. I'm too hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? So I was constantly putting things in and out of it. I had my whole gaming setup while I was there. So I had my my eGPU, my laptop, my mouse pad, my mouse. I was like set up, man. Um, so I was constantly going in and out of it. It was great. Uh, so that's one of the that's one of the big takeaways for me is we're actually we were going to change something significant. So see this three-way zip pocket on the front? Yes. On the inside. I'm going to try and show everyone. On the inside, there's this mesh pocket. And I had concerns about the mesh pocket because when you open it up all the way, it's kind of floopsy-doodly. And I didn't really like that. I thought it was kind of not a great experience because if you have something heavy in here, it just kind of like weighs it down. Um, 
so I didn't like it. So I had said, okay, you know what? Let's do the self is what this is called when it's the same material as the body. Let's do the self. Let's do some pockets here and let's try to discourage people from loading this up with stuff. But what I realized when I was actually using it day to day on my trip was that how I actually use it is like this. I don't open it all the way. It's nice to be able to open it all the way if I really need to, but I don't really open it all the way. I just use it like this and then it has enough structure and it was actually really nice to just have a mesh pocket that I could huck everything in. And then if I really need to see what I'm doing, I can, I can look into it. Uh, we are making some changes in here. So for example, the screwdriver sticks up right now. So we're gonna have the screwdriver pocket go all the way down. That's one of my big things is I want our products to be compatible with each other. Makes sense. I remember back when we first started working together, one of the gripes that we had all the time was like case and power supply manufacturers. Yeah. The power supply is not fitting. You buy an Antec well. case and like their flagship case and you buy their flagship power supply and it like doesn't fit in it. Like yeah. Stuff like that. So yep. So we, we want to make sure that there's a place to put the screwdriver. So this pocket is going to become only this big. And then what I realized again is because of this, this zip here needs to start on this side so that you can access the zipper more easily and open it ah, when it's not open all the way. So yeah. the intention is that yeah, this yeah, can yeah. open, but you don't have to. Um, that makes sense. We're also reconfiguring the slips on the inside. So we've got three slips, like three slips for devices. We've got a laptop pouch, a tablet pouch, and then one that's intended for more like a Nintendo Switch or like a Steam Deck or something like that. And the problem is that we did two slips on this side and one slip at the bottom on this side. And what happens is when you've got heavy stuff up here, it weighs down the top so that that slip kind of sticks out and it's almost impossible to get down into the bottom of the pocket without like kind of making your way in there. So we're gonna do the three slips on the back now, assuming we can sew through that much material. Like there's just so right. many little things that I kind yeah. of like learned about it. Yeah. Overall, it's really close. Um, it's going to be really expensive, but I can, it's the best bag I've ever had. And I can pretty much promise that unless you've, I don't know, I, I, I haven't encountered something that's better, like from a tech standpoint. So it, I, I doubt that you've owned a better bag, basically. What's that? Um, oh, this? Uh, oh, I actually meant that. That's on your like hip. Oh, I'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, so this is the thing What's that I was going yeah. to gonna pull out of my bag. Um, the, I mean, the Steam Deck is not the only handheld gaming PC. And Aya, they did send me that clear one when they initially launched. But the that Neo doesn't have some of the improvements of their new one. And I was like, oh, um, wow, that's super cool when they kind of sent me this this update thing. And they were like, oh, yeah, well, we'll send you one if you want. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, I didn't, wasn't asking for anything. But, um, you know, what I'd really like, actually, is the new, some of the new features on my old one. Like, if you could just send me those parts, I'd be happy to upgrade it myself because I really like the clear housing. And they were like, well, it's not that simple. Um, so we'd rather just send you a new one. By the way, we have this colorway. That looks so cool. They did a retro colorway. Oh, my goodness. With, that looks like, cool. red gray almost black um like army drab green 
Yeah, so it's like a retro console kind of color scheme. So this has got all the new improvements. So it now has analog triggers. Wow. And I think there were a couple of other little things that they tweaked. But I am like super stoked on this. Sweet. I love, I absolutely love the colors. Yeah. That's it's fantastic. like ugly in in, in all, all the, the right, right ways. ways. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So uh, I forget what else they changed about it, but. Um, so I'll definitely be using that until the Steam Deck arrives. And who knows, maybe after. I don't know. I still haven't daily driven the Steam Deck. I don't know if the ergonomics that seemed good in my first hands-on are going to stay good. I'm hoping I'm hoping it will because the performance of the Steam Deck looks like freaking awesome. Uh, what's Conrad talking about? They talked about that in a previous WAN show. I don't remember right now. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, it looks freaking cool. Penmail says, love that sand color. Yeah, yeah. It looks awesome. It looks freaking cool. And the texture is like really great. Uh, what is that again? Question mark, question mark, question mark. It's the A and Neo. I don't even know if they have any stock. I doubt it. It's like ridiculously hard to get your hands on like any good tech right now. Um, let's see if they even have any stock. What the? Oh, I don't see this color. Wait. <laughs> I don't know if it's like a special one for influencers or something again. <laughs> I don't see it on their site. A uh, Neo Retro. Oh, no. Uh, oh, A Neo 2021 Pro. Oh, wow. So it has a docking station. What is Dark Star? Oh, Light Moon, I think, is the one that I've got. Yeah, this is Light Moon. Ryzen 7 4800U, one terabyte SSD. I actually don't know the difference between the Pro and um, the other one. This is maybe something to, for me to just make a full video about because clearly I have not done any research. <laughs> uh, maybe it's the 4500U in the, in the main one. People are like, put SteamOS 3.0 on it. That would actually be super cool. Like the not... The not Steam Deck, Steam Deck. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be amazing. It's interesting. 16 gigs up to two terabytes. Okay, so maybe that's it. Maybe it's just uh, just better specs here. All right, cool. Um, right, what else was I going to talk about? I mean, I think that's I think that's pretty much it. Maybe we should talk some, some merch messages here real quick. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, we have been organizing them. So you guys might have noticed a lot of them have been have been popping up, uh, popping up there, but some of them haven't. So if you sent one and you were like, uh, what the heck happened? It's possible it ended up in our curated queue. Yeah. Uh, Naomi L, a solar powered pool is definitely still going to happen. Uh, Johnny S, long time watcher, first time buyer. Any chance on a stealth desk pad? Yes, that was the thing I was going to go leak. Okay, so I'm going to go try and get one. Do you want to go through a I'll few of these? I'll keep doing these, yeah. All right. John A uh, bought a water bottle, a shirt, and a spout lid, and said, "Say what they bought." It's it has to do with the message. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then he said, uh, "Needed a new water bottle since the yellow on my black and gold V1 completely worn away. Yeah, it lasts for a while, but you know, not forever. That's part of the reason, as far as my understanding goes. I am so sorry if I'm totally wrong about this." But I think the new versions have better printing. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. That's not my not my department. Um, moving on. 
we've got some that we that we already oh these are archived messages that's why that's going on that makes sense okay sorry guys give me one second Bought a beanie because I heard great things, as well as a spout lid for my V1 water bottle. Had to get some shirts uh, to offset shipping costs. There you go. I'm assuming it was shipped far away. Casu uh, says, I needed a beanie for the winter and an amazing water bottle and, a and well, a shirt. Greetings from Germany. P.S. Wanted to link Linus uh, some de-isolation tool. He should get the strip backs from what the, I can't say that. Uh, Weedmuller. I'm going to copy that and I'll show it to him later. Couldn't find the backpack. Uh, it's yeah, it's not a thing anymore. So I had to improvise. First time buying and already hating the taxes I'll have to pay. This is a lot of things. He got like uh everything. GPU t-shirt, Ethernet t-shirt, reflective CPU t-shirt, insulated water bottle, reflective heatsink t-shirt, party shirt, insulated water bottle, Northern Lights desk pad, another Northern Lights desk pad, CPU pillow, and an ABC's book of gaming. Jeebers. Um, hey, finally got around to ordering one of these bad boys. By the way, uh, how would you say the name Throne? Oh, I think I did that one. Oh. I yeah, tried. I, I can't tell where I you I tried Throny. You tried Throny? Isn't it Throne? I don't know. I have no idea. So... This oh. is an upcoming stealth circuit board uh, desk pad design. So if you guys look kind of, is it? Yeah. Oh, oh. Here, do you want to take a side? There we go. Ah. So if you guys look closely, you can kind of see, I hope you can see, in the as it reflects, there's like an LTT logo in the middle and then like a, a circuit board. In person, you can definitely see it. Oh, I, yeah. I don't yeah. know how it's showing up on stream, but you can. Yeah, it's really hard to. I it's can't really subtle, tell. but you can definitely see it. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it's just meant to be kind of a more not so in your face, has to match the color of your, of your setup kind of thing. Um, that's definitely coming. Uh, Borium says, I kind of hate it. Not going to lie. I mean, yeah. Then get a Northern Lights pad. Then get a Northern Lights pad. Solved. So we've got we've got lots of different kind of stuff that we're working on, but you know, for us, it's actually kind of a big commitment to do a new desk pad. And the reason for that is that if we want to support our full size, um, that's a lot of choice. Yeah. Desk pads. We kind of have to be really sure that it's killer. Are you doing that? Are you supporting every size? Um, like I wouldn't think you necessarily have to, as no. long as Northern Lights covers everything. Yeah, I mean, hmm, I don't know. I'm torn. I'm torn. I'm. I don't know. I don't remember what we did for this, so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people that like it. Uh, people that like less branding would be nice. So we actually thought of that. Uh, the reason that the branding is on there is because we wanted kind of something to be LTT stealth about it, but that's right where your keyboard goes. So you will actually never see the LTT logo. And the other thing that's cool is that the circuit stuff, if you want to hold it again for a second, the circuit stuff kind of radiates out from your keyboard. So, ugh. This is a very small keyboard. So it's like that. It's maybe like 10 keyless size. So the idea is that it's kind of like your keyboard is the centerpiece of your setup with it. That was, that was the rationale behind 
why we did it that way, because you will never have this anywhere where there will not be a keyboard. Uh, someone says, I have keyboard top left. I mean, that's good. Um, you might want a different desk pad if you want to cover, <laughs> cover the logo lights. then. <laughs> the vast majority of people do not. So uh, it should be okay for most people. Uh, there's only there's only so much we can do. I mean, maybe you have your keyboard t- glued under your desk, for all I know. Maybe that's more ergonomic for you. There's nothing I can do for you, but um, that was that was the rationale. That was why we did that. Um, Iceberg says, I like this much better, but is there any chance of an even more stealth one? I want the nice material, but I just want plain black. I mean, you just want us to make like a plain black desk pad? There's like a hundred plain... I mean, I guess... You know what we did actually, you know, we did a custom thickness, right? Like for all of them? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, Because I was just like, no, three millimeters is too thin and four millimeters is too thick. (laughs) So the the factory was just like, what? (laughs) And the best part is this before, is this before we had placed any kind of volume orders with them? (laughs) So this is before we've like actually paid them like any meaningful amount of money. They're just like, okay, but everything else is fine. Like, yeah. Okay. Then you guys need to place your order. And once you like place your order and put down a big deposit, we will do a custom thickness of rubber for you. (laughs) That's pretty epic. Oh no. Yeah. All right. Um, Are you at the curated merch messages? So I think before you left, you're reading from the wrong section. Uh, I'm at the bottom of the curated merch messages. Okay. So I'm reading from the bottom to the top. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Brighton says, uh, my water bottle with a gold smear across it. I like it that way. Oh, okay. Um, I'm curious to know. My water bottle came with a gold smear across it. I like it that way. It takes the stress out of accidentally dinging it, but I'm curious to know. Um, You can contact support. They will get you sorted out. Um. Overall, the quality control on the water bottles is excellent. We get very, very few uh, complaints about that. So that seems like a really odd one. But nothing's perfect. So, uh, yeah, Jim says, can we ever expect a stealth mousepad? Oh, oh, for crying out loud. Uh, anonymous, <laughs> it would be really cool if the backpack had a waterproof pocket for the uh, to prevent any leaks from getting to the expensive things inside. So nothing is waterproof, but the self-material is fairly water resistant. And we're using all water... Um, like all sealed zippers on so, it, YKK uh, water resistant zippers. If I could add some interpretation, I think he yeah. means from your own things. So like a water bottle oh. leaking. It would be cool if the outside, so no, no, it's, oh wait, had a waterproof pocket for the backpack to prevent any leaks from get. oh, uh, you should just get an LTT store water bottle so your water bottle doesn't leak. Hey. Hey. Hey, I didn't even show this on this stream anyway, but it has a, a dedicated spot for your water bottle to sit. So at the very least, if your water bottle does leak, um, it shouldn't like fall over and get on anything because it shouldn't ever fall over. Sweet. So that's cool. Uh, also, why is HDR over TV apps in Floatplane? I have... Huh? What? Sorry? Also, why is, why is HDR, HDR over, over TV, TV apps, apps in, in Floatplane? Floatplane? Oh, like in terms of priority? Because TV apps are just a low priority because casting is a thing. Uh Linus needs to do a Vader impression and say, Luke, I am your father. Which you now cannot do because that's not the quote. What? It's no, I am your father. Yeah, that's true, actually. Um, I'm so sorry, JB. 
Happy birthday, though. Yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> uh, Eric, hey, WAN Show, longtime viewer. Is there a special place where one may find audio products that have reached EOL? Or am I just SOL looking for a set of uh, OnePlus Bullets Wireless Z and Sony WH-H910Ns? eBay. eBay is the answer. And if you don't find it there, honestly, I wouldn't. eBay and then buy new things, foam pads or yeah, ear inserts or whatever. I mean, not for those. The Bullets Wireless are like in-ears, but yeah. Wouldn't they have little things though? You can buy the gel end, whatever it's called. Uh, oh, yes. I doubt that's the problem, though. Mm. Um, do you think the upcoming SteamOS and Steam Deck release will push NVIDIA to finally give a thought to Linux support? No. I don't think well, that well, NVIDIA works that hard at capturing that uh, that game console business. So maybe they just will continue to not care. NVIDIA, however, has been doing more recently. I have no idea what the timeline is. Uh, than they have in the more distant past for Linux stuff, I believe. That's fair, but I don't think the Steam Deck is going to change anything about it. Nope, don't think so. Especially because it's a Steam Deck, you know. This is funny. Um, they're talking about the original LAN hoodie in the Floatplane chat. Uh, yes, you are correct. The OG form of the LTT hoodie is actually this one, if you get far enough back. It's by G8, and it was the LAN hoodie, and this was the garment that was the basis for the WAN version of it. So there's the green inner hood. We did an orange inner hood. There's the NVIDIA logo with the splashy kind of design. We did a WAN logo with kind of a splashy design. And we were, we were up front about that, just to be clear. Yeah, we talked about it all the time. Yeah, we talked about how the reason the WAN hoodie existed was because I got a LAN hoodie at an NVIDIA event and I really liked it and it was like wearing out. And so I wanted more and NVIDIA didn't have any more left when I asked for one. And so I was like, okay, so what does it take to get more of these garments? <laughs> and what it took was a minimum order of however many hundreds of them. So I did <laughs> and I sold the rest. <laughs> <laughs> awesome yeah literally how we got into doing custom merch was because i wanted, you wanted a hoodie <laughs> a hoodie <laughs> oh no pretty awesome um knock says when hoodie v1 with the gloves i want one yes i know they're like 120 dollars still we don't have any more and we have no meaningful way to make them uh, Scott says, if I'm eligible for a job with an offer, master's degree, should I say I am legally eligible on a Google form? Uh, yes, you should. Uh, Seth, have you considered Is making... Is that the question, though? Yeah. On the Google form? Oh, I'm not sure. I don't think that's the question. I think the question is like, do you have a valid work permit or something like yeah, that? Yeah, so no is the answer. No, the, the answer is probably still yes. Because if you have certain credentials, getting that permit is like... What, what, what he's saying is if... If it's conditional upon me having a job offer, should I say that yes? And then the answer is yes, because there are certain visas where you can just go okay. if you have a job offer. Yeah. It's just automatic. Yeah. But if it's not that, then don't say you're eligible. You, yeah. Yes, we are going to do a display port follow-up on the HDMI cable video. Absolutely. Thank you for the suggestion. Ryan asks, should I wait for Ryzen 6000 or buy the new i5? My 7700K is choking hard. You should upgrade when it's time to upgrade because otherwise you will wait forever. 
And if you upgrade when it's not time to upgrade, then you are wasting money and contributing to additional e-waste. So it's all about you should upgrade when you reach a point where you need to upgrade. Sounds like you got there. Time to upgrade. That's the way it is. Uh, Steven, just found out Linus is a biker. What bike do you have? SV650S. It's a 2003. Also, Fortnite. Oh, Fortnite is the best YouTube motorcycle channel if you haven't heard of it. I'm talking about Fortnite. Okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, Chris S. says, will Floatplane get Samsung Fold support like laptop mode or the screen I half-folded the screen I half folded and audio play while phone is locked. Screen is half folded. So here I can show it to you on uh, on Plex. Um, so basically what it does is it puts, it lets you just like sit it on something and then you've got like controls on the bottom and then it just plays in a window up here. Oh. So you can just like prop it up. Uh, I believe that's something that you can actually force support for in a menu somewhere because I don't think Plex supported it natively either. But I haven't actually touched it since I first looked at it. Uh, we are going to get like background audio and stuff working. Uh, um, that's something that's something Jaden is is working on. Yeah, sorry, I don't I don't remember full screen apps. No, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's something that we're specifically planning right now, though. Yeah. Well, uh, it's not. Jonathan so. asks, I'm visually impaired and the merch message section of the checkout is a very tiny checkbox. Could we make it more visible? Can we do that? Is that like a, a theme limitation right now or is that something we could do? I'm, uh, Conrad's in the chat, so he can probably say. Okay. Um, but would... I, I think he's using default things right now, but we might be able to make something. Okay. If there's any way for us to do that, that would be super cool. Uh, Nate. A few band shows ago, you talked about the importance of having external storage for data backup. Would you ever do a vid on how to take used slash old slash eBay parts and make a NAS at home? That video is in progress right now. Colin is working on it. So yes, yes, we are. Anonymous asks, is there an alternative method to apply for LMG jobs? I requested the application package a week ago and have not received it. Is this expected? Uh, if you didn't receive it, that would seem to indicate that for whatever reason you were not eligible to apply. That's one of the reasons that we have that questionnaire to get the package because we can't go through 10,000, 20,000 applications. So we have filtering surveys in order to help us avoid wasting your time and ours. So we're not going to tell you what the, the right answers are, but there are not everyone gets an application package because we, we do not have the, the the HR grunt to go through I also wouldn't absolutely necessarily everything. take this as a confirm that you're not going to get one yet. Yeah. Uh, not every position has sent out the packages because yeah. uh, we haven't finished taking in applicants for some of the positions. So yeah. Sorry, go ratchet 766. Uh, okay, let's go ahead and get rid of that. Uh, go ahead and get rid of that. Okay. Emmanuel says, I like to roll the dice. I know builds aren't exactly popular these days, but I'd love to see more content on small form factor setups. It's tough. How are we supposed to do a video on any gaming PC when, as we saw, anything. you can't build a gaming PC? Like, it's tough. I, I do not envy the, the LTT content team right now. That's a hard life. And yeah. yes, Emmanuel Riley is awesome. Yeah. Joshua says, did you hear the makers? Uh, did you hear cano can canonical? Excuse me. Uh, man, I'm getting very tired. <laughs> I is now collecting feedback on the Linux gaming experience. That's really cool. 
That is cool. I did not hear about that. Yet another positive, even if you're upset, uh, yet another positive impact of the Gaming on Linux challenge. Or maybe they were going to do it anyway. But it certainly started a conversation. Also, Floatplane Theater Mode, when? Uh, it's coming. Actually, theoretically, very soon. The developer working on it. Uh, there was a accident that happened at their house where their main laptop, uh, the power cord was had a had a well someone had a bit of a tripping accident over the power cord and it was a version of a macbook that did not have magsafe it was not it was not them it was someone else but so that laptop went absolute kaput um they have replaced said device and are back up to speed but there was a little bit of a hiccup there unfortunately but okay. it's actually like very close um All right. and there's a whole new player coming and it's going to be great and things are going to be cool but Oh, yeah. man. Matthew, just got my party shirt. Absolutely love it! Exclamation mark. Are there any plans for more patterns? To be honest, no. Uh, we did not plan any more patterns because I was a bit of a hater on the party shirt project. I underestimated hugely how big that, that launch was going to be. Um, Turns out, just because I'm allergic to button-up shirts doesn't mean that everyone is. So that's good to know. There's a whole wide world of people with preferences that are not mine, um, which is great. So I, I, I initially, oh, I mean, I barely greenlit the project at all, to be honest with you. The finished garment is so much better than the early samples that we had that I based that decision on. Like, it's super comfortable. Have you tried it on? No. Okay. It's like a I also, really, you know, don't really do the whole. Fair enough. Yeah. It's a really nice fabric, though. If you absolutely have to wear a button up shirt, I can understand why people are buying it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the fact that it barely got greenlit at all would indicate that, no, the plan was not for more patterns. Now that it is so successful, it, um, it's not unlikely that we would do more patterns. It's, it's honestly just not something we've talked about at all, though. So no promises. Thanks for being awesome, Linus. Love the show. Hope I get these bottles in time for Christmas. Tall shirts win. Luke, uh, can you tell us something interesting? <laughs> wow, really? You're, you can think about that while I discuss tall shirts because they're really putting you on the spot here. Uh, tall shirts are coming. So we actually just did a, uh, uh, an early print on one of our first blank hoodies. So we have had a heck of a time finding a hoodie that we were happy with that's just blank that we can just print graphics on the front. So no, no zip, no like, uh, does it have kangaroo pockets? I, I don't think it has, no, no kangaroo pocket. Um, so we finally have those. We also have our blank shirts. So you're going to see a colored t-shirt from LTT store for the first time in like two years or something like that. We're really excited about it. But we want to see some of those shirts go out into the wild, make sure that they're holding up, make sure the QC is acceptable and make sure that like not just the, Q, the initial QC, but the quality of the ones that are out in the wild are good. When we get that back, it'll be time. Like that information back. It'll be time for us to work on our, we're going to call it lanky boy, um, thick boy. Um, and then we're going to have... Describing things in those terms for female clothing probably isn't very 2021. Right. Um, I mean, may maybe we'll just do it anyway. Lanky girl, thick girl. I don't know. I mean, if we're... I don't know. What is, what is equal? I don't I, know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't make the rules for any of this. So I just figure out what they are and then do my best to, you know... Would curvy be better? 
I, I genuinely have no idea. I have no idea. I have no. no I just have no idea. To, to offboard off of that and go back to the previous comment. Yes, yeah, interesting, interesting fact. Uh, a notable predator of the moose. If you've if you've heard of moose before, they're they're gigantic, um, and they walk on land. A notable predator of the moose is a killer whale. Huh. Okay. Thank you. That's a weird fact. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Uh, Robert H. Bought one of everything. Been watching. Uh, glad to be able to contribute to you guys. How big is the LMG team now? Uh, I think we're up to somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 to 55. Across. Is that just LMG? I don't know anymore. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I think No, I think we're over 60. Because I think that doesn't include Floatplane. Oh. Yeah. Does that include Critter Warehouse? Uh, include. I'm sorry. I just have no idea. Yeah. No worries. Um. <laughs> yeah so it's at the point now where I, even with my team people are like how many people do you have and i'm like uh <laughs> well you don't see them every day either that's true yeah. so many of them are remote yeah. let me put it this way lab one is not the only acquisition we made mm. oh my yeah we're taking possession oh also by the way i um glossed over that is to say glossed over some details which is to say that i outright lied about some of the aspects of the Lab One <laughs> introduction video. Yeah. Like I said that Luke would be working in that room. That was never actually my intention. No. Um, Luke might, yes. but Float Plane's office would probably be in the other acquisition, which will probably end up with some lab space in it as well. I just wanted, for the sake of... It made a lot more sense for the flow of the video. For the flow of the video, yeah. I was like... So he's going to go here. But the main reason to talk about Luke was to talk about how we understand that software and development is going to be a big aspect of running this lab. Not because literally the float plane team was going to be sitting in that room. Even though we like memed on the walls and stuff. Yeah, because the float plane team, those that are local are, I mean, okay, we've got our app developer who would not have anything to do with labs. Nope. Uh, we've got Luke who's managing it. Like it's just... It, 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 putting float plane there would be just taking up lab space that we could use for more lab equipment. <laughs> Do you want to say what you might actually put there? Because that's somewhat interesting. Yeah. So what I'm actually planning to put there is a small like home theater lab. So somewhere that we could use as a light controlled environment for testing projectors, uh, somewhere that we could use as a sound control, somewhat controlled, not controlled, but like sound treated environment for um, evaluating sound bars. So we'd have to figure out, okay, we're going to put some, we're going to stuff some insulation up into the T-bar, like uh, figuring out a way to kind of turn it into a, a basic home theater. Um, so we can look at things like, um, you know, virtual ceiling speakers and stuff like that. So get like a microphone array. That's what I'm actually planning to put there. <clears throat> so yeah. And the reason lab one is called lab one is because it's one. Whoa, hold on a second. Also, 10K with this cash flow seems like pennies. 10K is not pennies. What is the context of this? Oh, someone wants to invest uh, $10,000 into LMG. Is that an option? So we are not taking any outside investment at this time. And the reason is that I just, um, I like to do things my way, which sometimes involves spending 
inordinate <laughs> amounts of money on things that don't really have a proven business case. We don't have a proven business case for LTT Labs. If we had a board of directors that was anyone other than me and Yvonne, where, you know, Yvonne and I have this vibe, right? Like she, I have, I have the vision and sometimes the vision is literally like a vision. Like I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm like, oh, I gotta write this down. <laughs> like I'll just like have an idea. Um, and then she makes the vision happen. We've got, we've got both parts of the puzzle. And that is the, that is the entire ownership structure of Linus Media Group. I've always and kind of seen it as like, there's the, there's the rocket thruster. But if you just take that, you don't put any wings on it or any flight control. It's, it's not going to work that great. But if you Sorry. if you <laughs> if you control it, name it properly, yeah. then it's fantastic. Then it's powerful. And you kind of you kind of need both because all that power with yeah yeah. Anyways, yeah, I um, <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, you don't want stock. You just want to like help fund and encourage the shenanigans. You know what? I believe firmly that we should always give something back. Anytime you, anytime you give us money, so you should absolutely like buy merch. Yeah. Um, but Sub I'm not gonna. Point. I'm not gonna just take your money. I can't do that. So that that's where I'm at on that. And if you want to do something big like that, just like sub to float plane at the 4K tier, buy more stuff from merch later. If you want a different T-shirt, or if we release socks or the backpack or whatever, and just like stay stay in the loop. PJ Lee says, can't things be structured so that the shares are non-voting? Sure, but then what's in it for you? Why are you investing? And the answer can't just be because you want to be a bro and like help me out or whatever, because that's the way I think about every business transaction is that I have to consider it from both sides. Because unless I can figure out what's in it for you, it shouldn't happen. If I, because either it's a bad deal for you and that sucks, so we're not going to do that, or I don't here. understand your deal. Yeah. In which case, I feel like there's an opportunity for me to be taken advantage of. I must understand both sides of the deal or I can't sign it is yeah. a policy of, of mine for life. Um, so I just, uh, I, I, unless there's something in it for you, I, I couldn't do it. And because my intention is not to go public and because my intention is not to sell Linus Media Group to the highest corporate bidder. There's no, there's no end game for you. What's your exit strategy? There's nothing. And if I really wanted a loan, we're at the point now where our business performance is so strong over such an extended period of time that if we really need a loan, we can get one. So if I need money, I will just do it like that. And if the idea is like a big moonshot payout, then this is not the place to be, right? So that's where that's where I'm at on that. That's why for now we have no we have no um yeah, we have, we have no intention of exploring of exploring that. Um uh, curated messages. Are oh, are we almost done the curated messages? Yeah, but there's like a bunch wow, in look the at that. incoming section. Oh, here. bloody hell. Okay. Um <laughs> okay, okay, we we can only do a few more. Mm -hmm. So I'm uh, going to surprise my dad with some tech stuff. Nice. Will you look at the camera and say, Merry Christmas and have a happy new year? I think is the timing. I don't know what the timing is. <laughs> so good luck, everybody. Um, Someone said, is this thing censored? F yeah, water bottle. Uh, it is censored by us deciding if it shows up on screen or not. So it's censored. Yes. Yeah. 
See you later. Uh, <laughs> George F. Been watching since the house water cooling. I have a 3070 Ti and my display doesn't wake after sleep. Oh, man. I had this problem, too, with my NVIDIA card. What did I do? Um, okay. You have to search for... Uh, there's a there's a there's a stupid command prompt thing that you can use. There's a command you can use to check what is keeping your PC from. Uh, oh wait! Oh shoot! No, my issue was my display wasn't going to sleep. My display doesn't wake after sleep. I have to reset it to get it to work again. No, I I have not personally fixed that one. That I've only done it to the me other on, way on Linux, but not on Windows. Uh, so, I mean, you should definitely try doing a full reinstall of your drivers. So you're going to want to go and uh, like fully uh, DDU them, go in safe mode, DDU them, reinstall them. If that doesn't fix it, one thing you could start to tinker around with is sleep states in your BIOS. I had an issue with my Threadripper machine in my office, which I was very disappointed about. It was just crashing, like just randomly when I wasn't doing anything. And it turns out that I was able to fix it by just um, adjusting my lowest sleep state up one mm. in the BIOS. And then it just is perfect now yeah. so maybe try not letting it go as to sleep uh nicolaus says uh, any info on full plane app crashing when not using google apps we know that that's like a thing but the amount of users that we have that are on android and aren't using google apps is like real low so there are some other major things in terms of the app that we are currently working on we actually rolled out a version this week um, I don't know if it's at 100% rollout yet, so you might mm -hmm. not have access to it. Um, but maybe try that version. Maybe that'll help. Um, cool. Don't know. What's the... Uh, man, I feel I feel my energy dying. Okay. Uh, thanks, Alexander B. You know, Merry Christmas think, to your son. I think we're good. I actually. don't think there's going to be any Roku float plane app anytime nope. soon. Um, save me from Bezos. I can't, Ian. I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do. Uh, thanks, Chris P. New grandpa, says Mark H. Need to start a grandchild on gaming early. Got the ABCs of gaming. Absolutely love it. And you already did Niklaus's. Any plans for LTT mugs? Yeah. So mugs are one of those ones that I just, on principle, kind of avoided for the longest time because... It just felt like we weren't really contributing anything. Like the world is full of so many mugs, you know, like if you just go to a thrift store and just like go rescue a bunch of mugs from the landfill is sort of the way that I've always felt about it. Um, like insulated water bottles were something I was totally comfortable with because a they're super on brand for me. I love drinking my ice cold water. That's just like my thing. Always been a thing. That's what I drink. Um, and so just, it's something that I personally needed. I mean, that's the, that's the genesis of so many of our merch <laughs> items. It's like, I need, I mean, that's where this one came from. I want a beanie. I need a jacket. <laughs> I need a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what can I say? And I, I don't use mugs. So <laughs> like there was no, it's always, what's my pain point, right? Cause it's not just, I need any jacket it's like i need a jacket that's exactly the way that i like a jacket to be <laughs> so i don't have a preference for mugs so i just don't really care about them um and you know you go to a thrift store you can get a mug for like a dollar and it'll probably like say something funny on it or whatever so i'm not saying no i'm just saying it's been extremely low priority yeah that's where i'm at on that um <laughs> 
<laughs> nice. Thanks, Anonymous, for the message on the thing. Okay, I think we're going to call it here. Yeah, I think we're good. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between. We will see you again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Bye. I love that the merch message portion of the show is now officially a, but it's officially a an, uh, uh, an, a ramping up viewership portion of the show. <laughs> People are super into it. When we used to do super chats, no one cared. That's really interesting. Yeah. By the way, the super chat problem that I've had is still there. So if you sent a super chat during the show, in fact, I can see, I can see that there are super chats here but there's nothing in here. YouTube is apparently working on a fix for me. I have no idea why the fix is for me and not just for the platform because this has been a problem for months. Um, it's probably because they want you to stop using So just a reminder, reasons. guys, let people know in the chat, don't use Super Chats because if I don't specifically click this and then never refresh the page, they're just gone. They're gone forever. I have no way of knowing, oh, okay, apparently I can click these. Okay, oh, it only goes over so far. Genius, I'm clicking this arrow and it's not going over more, even though I can see there are more messages. Oh, fantastic. All right, well, hey, thanks guys. Um, yes, there are inverted cases. I think Silverstone has one. Oh, it's not scrolling left anymore now. Unbelievable. <laughs> I do. I do love how Conrad says,